What's up, world? Welcome to the Dig on Doug podcast. I'm your host, Doug, and I'm going to be bringing you episodes all about having fun, real, and deep conversations. So I hope you enjoy, and let's get digging. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Doug, and uh, this is the Dig on Doug podcast. I'm really excited to have you all here today. Um, just something I was thinking on today. I was having a conversation with my uncle and just talking about everything that's going on, man. The world, like a lot of people are saying, the world's on fire right now. And so many people are looking at it right now and they're like, how is this happening? It's crazy. This has been here. It's been here. Um, if you've seen my Instagram posts, you listen to the last episode. This has all been here. We've been ha- having this inside of us, but it's been a storm. And every time we try to speak out, it's a problem. It's, it's oh, it's the bullshit-ass black-on-black crime defense. Or it's only a few bad apples. A lot of times when people have a couple bad apples or a couple bad potatoes in their bag, they toss out the whole bag. So what does that say? And so I was talking with my uncle about this and just thinking of ideas and all this stuff. And I just came up with this super amazing idea in my sense. Um, and if anybody is listening and you can get this to a professional athlete, particularly in the NFL or the NBA, uh, this would be great um, to maybe spark some kind of idea. And before I get into it and everything, I want to say it's a caveat because I don't know how people operate and what finances and stuff look like for both of these leagues. But there's weight and so many times and I've watched ESPN and different shows and they always talk about why are we talking about politics and stuff on sports platforms Sports is everyday life. Um, there's so many lessons. If you play the sport, if you've watched sports, you've probably gained something from sports that pertains to your everyday life, whether you learned how to connect with people more, if it brings you together with people maybe you never would particularly hang out with or, or talk to. Sports really allows for those mediums and those connections and for the drastic change that needs to happen in this country, a drastic move has to happen and it's going to be something big. And I feel like we're in a perfect storm right now of everything. We still have COVID going on. Sports are still trying to figure out how and when we come back. And I came up with this, this idea. So again, if you're listening to this and you can get this to somebody and have them listen to it and maybe a sparking idea in one of the professional leagues, definitely get it to them. Um, my proposal is that the players at the NBA, the players at the NFL, mainly you can add MLB and everything else in there, but mainly those two leagues, because those are the, the top two in, in North America, come together and say, Without actual new policies and things happening, we're not playing. We're not going to play a 2020-2021 season. And this may sound crazy to some people. 
and I love sports. I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. If you haven't listened to, to the podcast or anything yet, this may be your first episode. I'm a huge football fan. Football is my number one, two, and three sport. That sacrifice to do that, I would be hugely, hugely all for. Because more than a sports fan, more than a Philadelphia Eagles fan, I'm a black man in North America. And to really come together and say, we're not playing sports until you really make some policy changes and we get things in place and we really start pushing this narrative forward to really treat people as people, we're not playing. And so in my in my mind, uh, the dramatic effect of it, the way it would look like for me is like LeBron James and like Chris Paul, let's say, or like somebody else from the NBA, but let's let's mainly go. I go with what it looks like in my head. LeBron James, Patrick Mahomes, come to a table like a conference table, and they're like, until actual policies and things start to get put in place, and we start rolling stuff forward, there's no sports. The NBA isn't coming back. We're not coming back as players. For the NBA, we're not coming back as players for the NFL. And in my, like, amazingness of it, LeBron, like, puts a basketball on the table, Patrick Mahomes puts a football on the table, and walk away. No questions after that, none of that stuff. Because so many times with black issues and issues of black and brown mainly, <clears throat> we always have to over-explain. Like, people don't understand this or you feel like you don't understand a statement like that, we're not playing until things change, is a clear statement that needs nothing else. We don't need reporters asking anything extra. Nothing else needs to happen. And I'm a huge LeBron fan. That's why, like, I mean, but LeBron is, like, the key marquee person in NBA still. Um, and, yes, getting more, uh, uh, maybe a chance at another uh, championship and everything. But just like myself, LeBron is a black man more than he's an NBA player. And I I don't know him, but I'm sure he would agree with that. Same for Patrick Mahomes. Some of y'all can throw Tom Brady up there at the table if you want to, but but this would throw so many people for a loop. Those two at the top of the sport and everything saying, we're not playing sports until we get actual policies and things start to change, legislation resolutions and all of that stuff. I can't even speak, but all of that stuff, like until it really changes. Cause people are always like, Oh, sports is sports. It's my freedom from all of this stuff. But those two leagues are predominantly black players and they are raising black children in this country that doesn't care about black bodies. And so to take a drastic step like that, would be huge and change the world. That would be a world changing movement. It'd be in history forever. It would change everything forever. And now I was talking with my uncle about this and we were saying, I was like, I know, I know players like you have the players who are making millions and millions of dollars. And you have the players who aren't in my hindsight, players come together and support each other in this. Like they can they can literally say, hey, like we got you. Because I even heard that earlier from like the Pouncey brothers in the NFL when they were talking about the new CBA. 
So covering it in that sense, really helping each other um, and saying, we got you. Because the thing is, the policymakers, those Congress people, all of that stuff, they would be on it. Because the thing is, you say you're not playing. That's affecting so many different worlds that people don't, I think, often think about. It's affecting marketing and all that Pepsi, Coca-Cola, Coors Light, Bud Light, all of those companies. You're affecting food. You're affecting hotel, all of this stuff, all these different worlds that people don't think about in the sense when it comes to sport. Think about all the things that all the different things that are tied to sports, all the commercial ads, state form, all of this stuff, all of that money that they would be missing out on. Unless they start calling their boys and they and they and they girls who are working in these in in the Senate, working in Congress, local uh, mayors and all that stuff, senators, really pressing them to really make something change. And then the thing is, if any of the owners of any of those teams tried to push and tell these players they need to play, what does that say then for, as for the owners? And what are the owners telling the young black and brown bodies that are coming to these leagues eventually what they care about them? Really think about that because that's where the power is held. The power is held at these are our bodies. We are on the field. And we're not going to play unless you really start to change how things are going in this country. Everybody got all up in arms about Kaepernick kneeling, peaceful protests, but you just wanted to talk about somebody taking a knee and a flag. Didn't want to talk about the actual policies and things that need to be changed. So then where do we go from there? Really looking at, okay, they, they do this thing, they make this statement. Again, it affects everybody. If other leagues, then other leagues, players have to start looking at their league and, well, if they're going to stop and not do anything. What are we going to do? And again, it's so the thing that's so drastic to me about this, when I thought about it, and I was talking to my uncle is the fact that the player saying no, until things really start to happen, it puts the ultimate checkmate piece on the board because it affects everybody and the way that you would act if you acted against it you're going to be in history too because you tried to go against this because you're going against really trying to make change for black and brown people in this country so then you have to look at yourself as the owner jerry jones has to really sit there and be like what 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 what, what do i do what 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 do i do what you do is you call your boys who you talk to and everything and get all these tax breaks and all of that stuff from, and we really get some stuff change, make some executive order stuff as effective as today. Cause you can do all that stuff. All of that stuff could happen right now, but for the players to stand up and take that, that would drastically change the narrative forever for life. And that's covering everything. I, I was when I was having this conversation with my uncle, I was telling him, I was like, if LeBron and them did something like this, nobody, you could never say nothing about, bad about LeBron. Like, I don't, I don't care. You're under court, off the court, talk about his hairline, talk about flopping. You couldn't say anything to make a drastic move like that. 
and all the other players, of course, as well. I was saying, like, I would even, like, have no beef with Kevin Durant anymore. Because to, to really take a bold statement like that and take the sacrifice and everything, it would be drastic, so drastic, where they got to change. And, again, the, the demands are y'all start going and talking to your policy people and telling them and we showing you what to do. And the thing is, this isn't hard. You, you like maybe you're asking yourself, well, oh, the policymakers don't really know what to do. All the research and everything is out there about how to really treat people. People are doing that work. There's activist leaders and all that stuff that's doing this work. You bring them in because you can't do this on your own. You bring them in and have them really start to show you and tell you what needs to be done. And then you make them the chiefs and the, and the overseers of that stuff to make sure it's being ran right. So it's a very simple game plan. And so I'm thinking about this process and everything. And I'm like, okay, we got to go, you know, do, do, do some stuff like, okay. And then I'm like, how else could we hit them? So I was like, Michael Jordan need to come out. He just had that documentary and everything. Tell Nike. I'm not releasing any more shoes until policies are really changed. Think how big that would be for Michael Jordan, the GOAT, MJ, 45, 23, Mr. Everything Shoes, Mr. People are outside waiting for these things to say no more shoes are being made until policies change. Tell me that's not making a congressman run and go change some orders and executive change some stuff and connect with people who really, really can do the power to make this stuff change and connect with the, the community leaders who can who can bring change to this. You can't tell me stuff can't move like that with moves like that. And with that, the power again, going back to the power of the player. So outside of the, the Jordan thing, because I think the Jordan thing would just be shutting everything down people are still crazy about jordan's to this day people are crazy about jordan's who who never seen the man play like when he was actually playing so that would hold so much weight that would hold weight in other countries of shoes being made and everything not producing any more jordan's until real policies and stuff start to change and give them a window i really get them like a timetable because we want to see action and make it happen and so i was saying when I was talking with my uncle about this, especially when you look at football and you look at basketball, those two sports, because those are the main two sports that I watch. Um, because the thing is, you couldn't do no replacement league stuff and have other players come in. And we were joking, but serious at the same time. Nobody in this country wants to watch 11 on 11 NFL football with all white players. Plus you wouldn't be able to find that roster. Just to be honest. Like we were even going down the line of like trying to find four white wide receivers in the league. And all I could come up with was Cooper cup. I think it's like Chris Hogan with the Pats, um, Julian Edelman with the Pats and Beasley with, with Buffalo. You got Christian McCaffrey at, at running back. I believe that's it. So, so you couldn't replace it. And the thing is, the wire players couldn't say, oh, we're going to play because how does that look like for you? If you're really supposed to be down with your, your brothers and your teammates and everything.
So it puts, again, it puts everybody in the thing to really say it stops everything. Just like this pandemic has stopped everything. It stops everybody and have to say, like, you know, how am I really going to go about this? What is the moral stance and everything that I that I I'm really going to hold myself to to make this happen? Because if you push up against it and say, oh, well, I'm a play. How does that look like for you? And, you know, the companies are going to eventually get in line because they want the consumer dollars. And so and even touching on that consumer dollars, because this can't just be all about the athletes and stuff doing stuff. That means us as consumers, we need to be like, you know what, Bezos and Amazon, we ain't buying nothing from you until you start to go talk to your people about these policies. You can keep getting these tax breaks on all the money and stuff that you're making here. Well, go talk to them about really changing these policies. We ain't buying Amazon nothing. We're going to cancel Amazon Prime and all that stuff. That's where the power is. That's where, like back in the days when they did the... The, boy, the bus boycotts and everything, that's where the power was. That's where the power was with the consumer and everything, with the sports, because sports is so huge. That's where the players are. The players can stop this. The consumers can stop this stuff and everything. Because the thing is, is, this is a capitalist country. This is what it runs on. So if you hit them pocketbooks, and, and basketball and football are those main two sports that, that feeds those pocketbooks. But again, if those two sports say we're not coming and we're not resuming and we're not going to start, those other leagues can't. Even Dana White and over at the UFC, they have to look at themselves. Because all of that stuff, because then you really start to shift the narrative and everything to really flip it on his head and make people say, well, holy shit, like this is really coming to a change. Totally flip it on its head with some power like this because so often people are like, oh, we don't have the power and everything, but the power is there. And again, to take sports away, drastic, drastic thing. And even that dude in the White House, for sports to go away on his dime, and if it didn't come back, what does that say in the history books? when the right people write it. So man, like it's it's all there. It's it's literally all there. It's the perfect storm. You can even cover it in the sense with saying COVID. We don't want to come back because we're not because we don't feel safe with the COVID, but we're gonna take sports away at the same time because policies aren't being made. We need policies in place to change this, to make sure that things are, are treated right. And I don't give a damn if you feel like if you're one of those owners or one of these Congress people or whatever, and you you don't care, and you don't have the feelings for, for black people and brown people and people of color, well, you're going to feel today because when it's those dollars start drying up, what you're going to do? Because the thing is, you can't restart a sports league. And the young and the youth is seeing this. And they're going to be like, well, y'all wasn't taking care of them. What makes it any difference that you're going to take care of us? Because they need sports to open back up drastically. And I know the players and stuff want to play. And NFL players want their NFL season to happen. But again, they're bigger. They are more human 
than the player on the field. And I'm sure that if uh, something like this drastically happened, well, I can't say I'm sure, but I would believe in the hindsight, even the alumni and uh, the veterans of those leagues, of the NFL, of the, of the NBA, would potentially come and support them in, in this movement. Because, again, this would be a huge paradigm shift to say we're taking away sports, we're not playing, if you don't change these policies. Because honestly, with all this stuff going on, if something drastically does not happen like this, it's going to be status quo. We'll get around the holiday season and everything, and people be worried about shopping and Black Friday this and Black Friday that, and I got to buy a gift to impress this person. And then it just doesn't happen. Like I posted on my page the other day for the non-blacks. This ain't an Uber ride. Like you got to be down for the journey. If you really down for this. And so it's beautiful to see people in all the different cities and stuff protesting and everything. It's beautiful. But you got to be here for the long term. The real long haul that we've been doing this. This is in our ancestral background and it still is privy to this day but man just imagine sports doing that and saying you love us on that field but you don't love us enough to protect us when we're not in that field or that court or on that diamond or on that ice just think about that the real power that that would play and in that movement and again jordan saying, I'm not producing shoes unless policies start to change and we see them effective immediately. Executive orders out the wazoo. Executive order, executive order, executive order. And these dollars really coming together. Again, it's, it's the perfect storm for all of this to happen. And I don't mean perfect storm in the sense of the deaths and everything. Like, I don't, I don't want to say it in that sense, but it's, the COVID happening, with the protests, with people being tired, with everything. I remember at the beginning of the year, I was talking about this as a 2020, having 2020 vision, queer vision. I think even with all of this stuff that's going on, it's part of the queer vision. You, you got to be able to see through the stuff. You got to be able to see through the woods and through the trees and everything and knock some stuff down. So it's like, what's really going to happen? How are things really going to affect and happen? So, man, if I'm telling you, I, I would probably cry if I saw that happen and I was watching YouTube or watching TV or whatever, Twitter, Instagram, and those athletes came up there like that and was like, no sports without policy change. And really putting stuff in place and really putting community leaders who know this stuff. Because the thing is, all this all this information to make this stuff change is out there. Don't be fooled. It's not rocket science. It's not trying to get to Pluto, which they denounced as a planet. People have been doing this research. I'm in, I'm in education. People do this research on the daily. Call a school or reach somebody. There's research being done. Go on ProQuest. 
the research is there. It's not that hard. You wouldn't, they wouldn't have to sit there like, oh my God, how do I figure this out? Like, we're, we're, we're being attacked. The players don't want to play. Reach out to real community leaders because you'll put them on a, a blacklist or a terrorist list if, if they protesting too loud. You know they there. Man, players, I'm not in your shoes. I'm, I, I know I'm not in your shoes. I don't know your situations and everything. But that would be such a such a paradigm shift to really to really do that. The same for Jordan, for him to do that. And the same for us again as 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 citizens to say we're not shopping at Amazon or anything Amazon affiliate. Until you start using your voice to make these policy change. Man, just just sit with that for a minute. All these companies that we give our money to and everything, and we just take that product, but they got pull and, and plug with, with these Congress folks. Where that's where we got to make this thing change and, and be heavy at. And I know, like, I, th I think they're saying on June 7th or July 7th, I can't remember, like, like blackout day as far as shopping and everything. Yeah, I'm down. But we got to we got to call for them to go talk to their people, because I know these people I don't know, but I just feel in my bones that they know these people at Congress and stuff. And this is how they get them plugs and all that stuff and can not pay um, taxes and all that stuff. All you iPhone users. Tell iPhone like, nah, because they stay not paying their taxes in this country. Tell them like, nah. Go to go talk to them policy folk. Or we not buying anything. I don't care about your iPhone 47, whatever. We not doing it. I do the same for Android. Cause they don't pay me. I'm paying them. So it's really looking at it like that again. Man, this could this could be regardless of what happens during this time of what we're in right now is going down in history but imagine that history if we could really flip it for the betterment of now and the betterment of the future i got little nieces and nephews that i got to worry about in this country i got friends and family with little kids and i got to worry about in this country to really be able to flip it and say, we not playing until y'all changing things. It would it would literally, I, I, like I said at the beginning, it's the ultimate checkmate because it affects everybody. So often people are like, oh, sports is sports, like leave sports to sports. But those are human beings playing on those courts and those fields. They're not sports players forever. You may be able to you may be able to only look at them in that one avenue, but they are way more than that. So much more than that. So I just wanted to share that piece today. That really hit me. And like I said, if you hear this, pass it along to somebody. Keep this circulating so 
man, we can get this. If this, I'm telling you, if this could pick up and really be a thing and happen and happen again, touch touch at those different levels of where we need to actual change. Drastic movement that can happen here, y'all. I hope you are well. I hope you are safe. I love you all. To all my black kings and queens out there, princess and princesses, I love y'all. You are beautiful. You are worthy. You are loved. This has been the Dig Undug Podcast. Peace out, y'all. This has been another episode of Dig Undug. I really hope you got something out of this. And if you did, go ahead and make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave a comment below. I want to hear from you. Also, you can reach me on Instagram at digundug or email me at digundug at gmail.com. Share this with your family, friends, co-workers, and your squad. I look forward to your comments. And with that, keep digging, y'all. Peace out. <laughs>